Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley has entered the fray. Aaron Sexton has stepped into the uh, stepped on the field as well. And we're going to get this thing rolling today. We do have a final from Aaron. What do we call that place now? Does it have like a sponsor name? It used to be Rosenblatt field i feel like it has some kind of sponsor name now it does Omaha. we were, we were oh, talking about it on john morris's show it's some financial yeah. services but i can't i'll have to google it omaha nebraska dateline and today at 5:20, jack allen aaron this is a late breaking edition he it's just like our, our other buddy travis brown thought there's no way they could be on and uh, because they thought the game, 1 o'clock, it'd go forever. Both these games, Aaron, I mean, this game is over before we hit the air. It started at 1 o'clock, and that game was over about 3.50. I mean, the, the Sooners took care of business. Congratulations to our Sooners fans. I'm sorry for the Aggies. Y'all had a great run. You were going to have to beat the Sooners twice. It was going to be very, very hard. Palish went out there, I thought, hung in there, kept the Aggies, at least kind of gave them half a chance. But the, the, the bats of the Sooners struck early, and they struck big time with a couple of blasts. And A&M only had the one solo home run they finally hit in about the, yeah, I was watching, maybe the bottom of the fifth. But the Oklahoma Sooners win this one 5-1 to one and will now advance to the championship round of the, uh, <clears throat> of the College World Series. Aaron, what do they win? Tell me what the OU, what does the Oklahoma Sooners win? Who do they r- walk us through it? Um, and, if, and if you don't know, I'll check real quick. How uh-huh. do they, uh, oh, okay, good. Aaron is ready. Aaron is ready. Okay. Um, who do they play now? Who do the Sooners play now? And like, when will this be? They will await the winner of Ole Miss and Arkansas. If Ole Miss wins tonight, it will be Ole Miss. It'll be Ole Miss and Oklahoma in the uh, championship series. If Arkansas wins tonight, then they will play another game tomorrow because Ole Miss is in the winner's bracket, Arkansas is in the loser's bracket, to see who goes to the championship series. So Ole Miss, if they win tonight, if Arkansas wins tonight and tomorrow, Arkansas will face them. And uh, I will have to look and see. Oh, it's uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I believe, for the – for the final series, so I may go. I'm and it's Charles Schwab here. That's right, Charles Schwab. <laughs> Where else is Charles Schwab? Uh, Aaron, here's a. Uh, is today Thursday? Wednesday. No, uh, no. I was gonna do. I was gonna. I had a. I had a good uh, trivia question for Schmaltz, but we better wait. Nelson Rue wants us to do it on the actual day. The owner of Schmaltz. But Aaron, can you name? I'll even give you the name of the golf tournament. Now, you can't look it up, and our people can't look it up. you got to play along at home, 254-662-1660, if you have a guess. 
the Charles Schwab Challenge. Aaron, it's a golf tournament. Where is it played? It is a, it's on the PGA Tour. It's not on the Live Tour. Do not be looking it up, Aaron. Where is the Charles Schwab Challenge played? What, what is that? What is that particular golf tournament? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you know the answer to this, I do not. How are you doing on this? You're not. You're not feeling good about it. Um. By the way, the answer to this question is the Colonial in wow. Fort Worth, Texas. All right, so that's the uh, that's the deal there. Now, Aaron, I'm looking back. We we have some really interesting stuff today. We could be just listening to the Rangers right now, Aaron. I mean, the Rangers started at three oh five. I would I would have been all for that. Just let, let, I mean, the Rangers have been playing well, but you know what, Aaron? We have so many great sponsors. They want us. They want us to keep rolling with it, and so that is what we do. But we'll give you a Rangers update. Aaron, I would imagine uh, the Rangers are over on our Fox affiliate. Does that sound about right? Yes, they are on okay. uh, Fox Sports Central Texas, 1330 AM and 93.9 FM. 1330 and 93.9. I like all these 92.9, 93.9. We got some great FM stations for both ESPN but I love hearing the Rangers right over here on ESPN Central Texas. But that's okay. That's okay. Go over and, and if you want to kind of check on them, go to 1330 during one of our breaks and then report back to us. All right? Do not stay over there for long. Now, today, kind of an interesting, some interesting things lined up. Aaron, Danny Davis, been wanting to have him on. The, the horns have been bounced out of the College World Series. Well, Danny got bounced out altogether because he got the COVID. He got uh, COVID. Aaron, people apparently are still getting COVID. I thought we had already moved past this, but apparently not. And now, Aaron, much to the chagrin of some of my buddies, you you can now vaccinate your kid if they're under five years old. I mean, I at some point it's going to be like, in the womb, you can get vaccinated. All right, I, I don't don't really know, but I, again, I'm not going to fire off any of my opinions on this. But I, my buddies, Aaron, were today they were not pleased that little under five year olds are now being vaccinated. I really can't say that I have a strong opinion on it because, fortunately, my daughter is 14 years old now. She has been vaccinated. If anybody's asking, I don't think anybody cares. But she has been vaccinated. Oh, but now, Aaron, somebody today will say, well, Mosley, has she had a booster? No. The answer is no. Have Has Mosley and Aaron Sexton have their boosters? Yes. I think the answer, yes. I think I can answer for both of us on that. Okay. And this is not some kind of stance we're taking. We, Aaron and I have the approach, whatever's out there, we're going to put it in our system to try to ward this stuff off because we got to work. Okay. we got to support our families, our pets. Plus, we're getting up there. Aaron, stop <laughs> it. Maybe you are. You're about to hit a big one. I've got about a whole year left before I hit a major milestone. You are now within just a couple of months of it. So uh, you got to kind of get your mind right with that. Now, you might say, well, what are you all going to do today? Are you all going to put on a radio show? And the answer is maybe. We, I mean, we're just kind of we're kind of like – 
I might switch it over to the Rangers. Just depends on how we feel. Aaron, are we able to do that? Could you basically just hit a switch if, like, later in the show, I just want to give our people a taste of how the Rangers are doing? Could you, like, just hit a button and we could pod the Rangers up? Absolutely. All right, let's do that later. You think I need to get Tom's permission on that? I think Tom's fine with that. You think Tom's listening to us? All right, at 420 right now, Aaron, Danny Davis, Austin American statesman, and UT is like losing coaches, firing coaches. I'm talking about the UT baseball. He covers University of Texas baseball. We got a lot of Longhorns that listen to us. Shout out to you, Longhorns. I know I'm always joking about you, but I actually love you, and I appreciate you listening. All right, I'm giving you a, I'm giving you a a, a, a hook 'em horns right now. Aaron, do you think I'm doing that? Absolutely I'm not. giving you a, a mythical hook 'em horns. But Danny Davis will join us at 4:20. At five o'clock. The voice of the BYU Cougars, the Latter-day Saints themselves, uh, Greg Rubel will join us. Aaron, let's make sure we get that right. I think it is Rubel. All right, it's not Rubel, it's Rubel. It is because John asked what was coming up on the show, and I said it, and he didn't correct me, which he would have. So, What did you say? Did you say Rubel? Yeah, I did. Yeah, but John, it's not like John is real tight yet with the BYU crew. So John I don't I, John may not know He's if had it's root Ru, Oh, has he? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Well, let's not get mad about it. No, no, no. I just, um, you know, before the football game last year. I know. Oh, that's right, John. Rubel is what we're going to go with. And John, if you're listening, you know, Aaron, have you noticed on those those group texts, I every once in a while try to put some fun little comments out there. Nobody nobody ever responds to me. I'm very upset about that. I mean, group text should be fun. I have noticed that. Did you even, like, make jokes and stuff and just uh, no, no well, likes, you know, no nothing? Why we used to have a least... former employee who's now with the with the Internet stuff that used to, you know, give you the thumbs well, up loved, or a laugh. He but... loved me. He loved me. In fact, I'm going to try to get him back on for, like, the seventh time. <laughs> I think we've rehired him now about four times. It's like, Tom, does your Rolodex have anybody else besides him? All right, um, yeah, I'm kidding. Tom has a, a, a – do you think Tom still has a, an actual Rolodex? He's I think he's old school. He's got a very new, newer, newer model, one of the newest models of the iPhone, so I'm pretty sure he's transferred oh. everything over. I would, li- I would still like to actually have a Rolodex. Uh, Sean Hunt, if you're listening over there at uh, – UBO Business Services, do y'all still make Rolodexes? I'd like one. If you can send me one, I would appreciate that. Sean Hunt, who went on some kind of corporate retreat back among us, I wasn't hearing from him here, and I was worried because, you know, the Internet people, they, they're they all mad. I mean, everybody that sponsors me, they're like, they call them, I thought you loved us. I thought you loved the Internet. Well, you can love two people. Jeez. Aaron, <laughs> that's you you should mark that me saying that you can love two people. That sounds pretty already weird. Do, already done. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very weird. All right, this day and age, you just don't know, Aaron. Now Rubel is lined up for five, and again, people say Mosley, why the BYU talk today? Well, first of all, they're joining us in the Big Twelve. They're gonna be they're gonna become part of our brethren. 
In fact, the Baptist and the, and the uh, Mormons are just going to merge, okay, and become one religion. No, I don't think that's going to happen. But Aaron, I just kind of lucked out on this. I thought it'd be fun to catch up with him. And I happened to look today, and BYU is having its media day. Like, they don't, you know, they're, this is the last year they're an independent. So they can't come to the Big 12 media days. I mean, we'd love to have them if they want to. But they don't really have any kind of media days to attend because they left whatever conference they used to be in. Aaron, where were they? The Mountain West, probably. I would imagine they used to be in the Mountain West. Well, they left that, or the WAC years ago. They left that conference and went independent. So today, they had some kind of huge, their own personal private media day. And and, and the the AD was speaking. Aaron, you know the AD's name there? Let's not get into that. It's a name that I never feel comfortable saying. Have you ever seen, Aaron, look up the name of the BYU athletic director. You'll see what I'm talking about. I always feel a little bit sheepish bringing his name up but it it's really interesting what they said today now Aaron you might be able to explain to me why this is was big news to the BYU people the the AD said that the that the Big 12 in 2023 is going to play a nine game conference schedule this was presented by the people up there from the Salt Lake Tribune like it was huge news now I understand why that's a little bit newsy because there's if if Texas and Oklahoma are still in the conference, Aaron, do the math for me. Does that mean there's going to be 14 teams in the conference? Well, so I guess what they're saying is they'll still play a nine-game schedule. So it is a little bit newsy, but the the Big 12 has always played the nine-game schedule as long as it's been 10 teams. So I I don't. I don't think that's huge news, but we'll deal with it. We'll talk through it. Aaron, have you looked up the AD's name? Do you see why it's a little bit funny to, to try to say? Oh, no, I'll do I'm that not, right I'm, now. I'm not at – oh, I thought – okay. No, you don't have to. I just was going to let you know why I was why I was a little hesitant to throw it out there. But um, we'll, talk to, um, we'll talk to Craig Rubel at 420. And then at 5 o'clock, uh, actually 4.20, we got Danny Davis, 5 o'clock Rubel, and then 5.20, Aaron, uh, one of our uh, news hounds, local TV, is on the scene, ABC affiliate in Waco, and then a College Station and all over. Jack Allen has been at the uh, A&M game today, A&M Oklahoma, and he's going to give us a live report. We're thinking 5.20. I don't know what his uh, TV schedule looks like, so, but we're thinking we'll pop him on around 520 or 525, all right? So lots to get to today, lots of fun to be had. We got Campus Confidential at 440, and then just tons of stuff along the way. And again, if you want to chime in today, want to keep the lines open, 254-662-1660, when I say the lines... Don't do it right now, but text us. Use that to text us, and we uh, we could end up reading your text. 254-662-1660. Big day planned for you. Danny Davis from the Austin American Statesman is next. 
What a year for Baylor Athletics. Here's the play. Fourth down and goal from the one. Hand up. Run and left. Trying to get to the corner. He didn't get Did there. He did he did not get there. He, he stopped short. He had stopped short of the goal line. Bears hold the Cowboys out of the end zone. That was Desmond Jackson with the dive for the pylon. Jaron McVay kept him out. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. They buy gold and silver jewelry at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Bring in your broken or scrapped jewelry or perhaps an item you want to say goodbye to. And the professionals at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond will make you a cash offer on the spot. These jewelry appraisals are free. And you can also trade in your unwanted gold or silver jewelry for an existing item in the store. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robertson Drive in Waco. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Congratulations to the state champion Valley Mills baseball team from ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucin Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucin builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Did you? You know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. College World Series Texas A&M stays alive beating Notre Dame 5-1 and Arkansas blows past Auburn 11-1. Today in the semifinals, Aggies face Oklahoma in the early game and Arkansas and Ole Miss in the late game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers Rob Gronkowski has retired from the NFL for the second time. Brooks Kepka is out of the Travelers Championship now that he has made the move to the LIV. Players involved in the LIV Golf Invitational Series will be allowed to compete in the 150th Open Championship at St. Andrews next month. Game 4 of the Stanley Cup tonight, Avalanche at the Lightning puck drops at 7. Astros beat the Mets 8-2. Astros and Mets in a matinee today from Houston. Rangers blank the Phillies 7-0. Rangers and Phillies in a getaway game from the ballpark today. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas rolling right through the week it is Wednesday and uh, now the uh, Aggies have checked out Longhorns have checked out and we go to Austin right now Danny Davis joining us on uh, ESPN Central Texas and Danny I I was uh, really holding out hope you were gonna I know you had a a illness you were fighting you were gonna make it into Omaha and get to do your thing, and um, it, the Longhorns did just, they did not quite stick around long enough for you, but still, you provided good coverage, even from back in Austin, I have to say. Yeah, I guess the Longhorns just didn't care about me uh, spending some more of my company's <laughs> money, so we'll, we'll, we'll get them we'll get them next year, I guess. You can get them, and you can join those crowds over at Rocco's with the jello shots. I'm sure you were seeing some of that, the competition. I don't want to shock you. Ole Miss and Arkansas lapped the crowd when it came to jello shots. I like Yeah, I don't know I if really... I should be impressed. I don't know if I should be impressed with those, those fans or disappointed in the Longhorn fans. I know they <laughs> Longhorn fans probably had more more people up there than anyone, but those uh I guess it's just different in the SEC. They like their jello shots a little bit more. It is uh it is a little different and uh that that those those numbers they kept posting were were pretty funny but uh well we had Kirk Bowles your your compadre on the other day and had a good visit with him and uh it was his 22nd trip to Omaha and he was not bragging he was just pointing that out but we he was uh he had arrived safely in Omaha I mean this is really fascinating before we get to this interesting shakeup with the Texas baseball season. Uh, Danny, now that it's over in 47 and 22 season, you were thanking everybody. I saw on Twitter, all the people you work with and everything, but what, um, how, how do you think this season, uh, obviously you, you never turned down a shot to go to the college world series. It's a very exciting thing, but like, is this a team that people are extremely disappointed that they bounced quickly, or was this a team that they were a little bit now looking back surprised to even reach Omaha? Um, I guess it just kind of goes where you kind of established your expectations. If you're if you're with this team in February and you saw those number one rankings, you're just you're disappointed. Um, if you were rooting hard for the team when Tanner Wick got hurt, um, I guess it would have been like the first, second weekend of March, then you're probably, you know, happy with a Omaha trip. If you were 
you know, really with this team during when they were kind of at that Oklahoma State series when it looked like this team may not be good enough to host a regional. You're really happy with a um, trip to Omaha. Um, but, you know, if you kind of got back on that bandwagon during the postseason when this team started to pick up some steam, you're a little disappointed. So, I mean, at various points of the season, this team looked like a national champion or a team that wouldn't get a host to regional. So it was up and down. Um, probably just, there's very probably varying lo- levels of disappointment. But the same team, eight teams get to make it to um, Omaha it's really hard to win a national championship. You have to get hot at the right time. There's no one. I don't care who you are, unless you're Skip Johnson's family who thought Oklahoma was going to be um, <laughs> playing for a national championship in a couple of days. And here they are. They are. I mean, Ole Miss has a chance to get to that championship series too, and they were the last team in. So, I mean, baseball is just a funny game, and sometimes you get hot at the right time. Sometimes you get hot too early. And, you know, I think Texas maybe got a little bit hot a little, a little too early in the season and things uh, – started going downhill and then picked back up and went back down. So it's a very long-winded answer saying I'm sure there's some disappointed fans, but at the same time, baseball is a funny game and, you know, you can never be disappointed with going to Omaha. There's only eight teams that got to go and Texas is one of them. Yeah. And the Aggies obviously were pleased to beat the Longhorns. It, it, uh, it's, it's interesting that those A&M kids, they don't even remember the rivalry, really. I was making that point the other day, Danny, that some of those players were like eight, nine years old when when Texas and Texas A&M were playing each other, but they still knew they they knew how to do that uh, horns down, didn't they? <laughs> that, that was uh, I, I somebody's teaching them that stuff. Horns down at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is uh, it is something that uh, they teach around the country. Uh, talk to Danny Davis, Austin American Statesman, covers UT athletics and and, in particular baseball this shakeup um this was a a story that uh, you've been following and and reporting on uh texas and of course i guess they put it nicely they parted ways but it kind of you know it looks like a firing of the pitching coach sean allen um i i did i mean you would think going to college world series Everybody's feeling really good about things. I would think there'd be a lot of great feelings around the uh, staff and 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 uh, and what all's happening there. I had Cristo Conte on recently, and he was talking about some of the great things going on with the program. What what have you been able to determine, Danny? I mean, this is a, a, someone that had been with with Coach Pierce for a for a good long while now. What do you think led to this decision? Because this caught a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, I do think it caught a lot of people by surprise, and we're kind of waiting for you know David Pierce and um, Sean if he decides to talk to you know, give a little bit more insight. But you know, this could just be one of those things where you just may need another voice in the room. I don't think this is indicative of Sean Allen or his coaching ability. I mean, he was the D1 baseball coach, assistant coach of the year last year. He didn't just lose his ability to do his job in the span of a year. His pitching staff did um, underwhelm this year, but. You know, you have injuries and just natural regression um, that can be blamed on that. And it may just be time to get someone new in there. I mean, that's the problem with having, you know, continuity is a great thing until sometimes you need a new voice in there. And him, Sean Allen and Philip Miller have been with David Pierce for, what is it, 11 years now. And so maybe they just need to shake something out. Maybe they need to get more of a traditional pitching coach in there. I mean, because Sean is, you know, coach hitting and pitching and, Maybe they just want to go in there and just get a true pitching coach and, um, you know, 
uh, this may have been the easiest uh, way to sh- shake things up a little bit and um, kind of, I guess, I guess mixed it up and get get a different voice voice in there. But um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I know this was not a decision that um, was taken lightly or easily. I mean, it can't be when you've been working with someone for that long. I mean, you're pretty much a married couple at that point. And you know, Sean also is a recruiting coordinator at the school, so you know he has a lot of importance and when it comes to what Texas does recruiting wise. So I, I can't imagine that this is a decision that. David came to overnight, even though, you know, it, was, uh, it broke the day after they were eliminated. I'm sure this was something that was in the works and, you know, maybe, you know, Sean was ready to move on. And this could be something that we look down the road a couple of years from now and it's better for both sides. Sean gets to go do something else, maybe get a coaching job, maybe go work somewhere else and get another name on his resume. And, you know, Texas gets to get a traditional pitching coach um, on its staff and try to, you know, rebuild its pitching staff next year. Do you have any sense? Uh, are you hearing where Sean Allen might land? Um, you know, and Baylor obviously has some openings on their staff. Mitch Thompson, we may find out soon that those role, roles are filled. But Sean Allen's name was coming up in that coaching search. I mean, that's what's so interesting about this. The the LaTeX coach, the uh, Texas State coach, there were others mentioned. Of course, Hefner's name always comes up. But uh, Sean Allen uh, is uh, is someone who is definitely mentioned. Any any thoughts on on where he might uh, might land? I don't really have any thoughts. I haven't put to be honest. I haven't put too much effort into it. I'm trying to enjoy my off season a little bit, and wasn't really expecting to be covering a coaching search. But you know how that stuff goes. But you know, Sean is going to be able to have his choice of jobs um, just based on his resume. I don't think the first, uh, you know, not to say Baylor is, uh, you know, low-level school, but, you know, a mid-major isn't going to, you know, call and get Sean Allen on the cheap. I think he's going to be able to kind of pick and choose where he wants to go, whether that's a Baylor, whether that's, um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, whether that's in the SEC, whether that's a, a head coaching job somewhere, um, you know, if if he chooses to go, go that route. I, I think Sean's resume is established enough that he can kind of, you know, wait it out, find it, find something he wants to do. And, you know, I'm sure he got paid very nice over the last couple of years, being since it is Texas. So maybe something doesn't exactly pop up for him. He can uh, you know, take a year off and wait, wait it out. All right. And then uh, the, the other thing is uh, Tulowitzki's name has come up in that USC search. Um, tell, did, did Tulo, as is, is a lot of people call him, what, how big of an impact has he had on this Texas program? I guess his official role is like a volunteer assistant, but it really seems like people have fallen in love with him in Austin. What what sort of impact, when you talk to players, and I know you've written about Tulowitzki and the, and the impact that he's had, at what level is that? Like how, uh, how, how significant of an impact has he had? And, and is there any, uh, what, what do you think he uh, ends up doing here? I mean, you know, Tulo is the hitting coach at Texas, and he also is very instrumental in the, um, you know, instructing the infielders defensively. And, you know, if you look at Texas, you know, they had the number one fielding percentage. Um, you know, they had a couple bad plays in Omaha, but for the most part, you know, the left side of that infield with Skyler Messenger and um, Trey Faltini was really, really rock solid throughout the year. And then you just look at their offensive numbers, and you know part of that is this talent, um, the natural talent that these guys have, and but part of that's you know being co- coached by a five-time All-Star who you know 
hit hit pretty well. I'm a Rockies fan, so you know I you know have been you know, rooting for Tulo for a long time and knew what he did in Colorado. So, um, you know, I, I think you know you can draw a direct line from their success offensively and their success defensively to the job that he does. And those players will tell you the exact same thing. They've um, been kind of in awe of him since he since he got to town three years ago, and I think um, you know the they've really reaped the benefits of having him um him on their staff you didn't turn into fanboy did you having grown up a rockies fan and suddenly you're in the presence of too low and you're covering the big bad beat for the austin american statesman did you <laughs> did your well, were I, you I joked, uh <laughs> i joked that he had, a, he had a restraining order before he even got to austin on me but every once in a while i'll have a rockies hat on uh, just around the ballpark and he'll make a comment about it yeah, that is uh, that is good. Well, and and tell us for our Longhorn fans uh, in terms of what the uh, Longhorns can expect back next year. I mean, Melendez just had this tremendous, the Hispanic Titanic, one of the great nicknames out there. Uh, Feltini, you mentioned. I mean, there's some just tremendous talent up and down this uh, this lineup. What in of course the draft coming up, you got to kind of consider that. Uh, how much of this team? Pitching included, uh, can you can you sort of count on uh, uh, returning next year? And and then how much will you have to have some young players, and will they have to play the uh, the transfer game at all? I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, that the I don't know if it's a beautiful thing about baseball, but I mean, the you you never know going into an off season. I mean, there you know there are the guys who have you know exhausted their eligibility. The Skylar Messenger, Tristan Stevens. Um, I mean, those guys can't come back, but. Need guys. I mean, I don't think anyone expects Ivan Melendez to be back. I don't think anyone expects Trey to, you know, Faltini to be back. Silas is a third-year um, catcher who made a lot of strides. I'm sure he'll get drafted, and you know, there'll be a good chance that he doesn't come back. You have a couple of outfielders, whether it's Eric Kennedy um, or Douglas Hoda. Those guys have eligibility back, but they're also draft eligible, and you know, they have their degrees, so they just may be ready to move on with their lives. Um, Murphy Staley, um, he's exhausted his his eligibility. Pete Hansen. Um, you know, third-year guy, I don't think anyone expects him to be back because he should be a high enough draft pick. So, I mean, there are a lot of guys who have eligibility back, but we're just going to wait and see what happens um, with the draft to see not only where they get drafted, but kind of, you know, the money they're offered and whether or not they decide to come back to come back to Texas for another year. So, I mean, you could be looking at, you know, one one or two returning starters or maybe a couple more if um, the draft stuff doesn't um, – pan out and then i think you know aside from lucas gordon um i think that's you know that weekend rotation is going to be up up for grabs um whether that's a guy stepping up or you know um the transfer portal which could work for texas or it could work against i mean they're every team in this country has had a guy you know transfer out that no one expected to transfer out so you never you know that's another thing about the transfer portal you don't know if um, someone on your team may want to go try something different and um you know jump on in that portal and not come back so I mean, the team that we saw walk off the field, um, you know, on, on Sunday is definitely not the team we're going to see whenever the season opens, I guess, in next February. So it'll be it'll keep me busy and it's going to be uh, definitely, definitely interesting to see how that uh, how that plays out, um, whether it's, you know, bringing in some freshmen, whether it's, you know, hitting the transfer portal hard or just exactly how how that works out. All right, Danny, uh, make sure Brian Davis is not celebrating whatever that director's cup that Texas won that celebrates all the different uh, championships and all the different sports. Just make sure he's still uh, keeping his journalistic integrity together. I do not want him showing up at any, any parades 
like holding that cup or anything, okay? So just keep your eye on that situation. I think I think BD's actually got some T-shirts printed, and him and the CDC <laughs> are going to go uh, on the road selling them. I, I sat next to those two at the Big 12 when TCU came back and beat Texas at the Big 12 uh, basketball tournament, and that was something to behold, watching – watching CDC sit courtside. You know, most, some of those ADs will kind of be back in the stands or sit back with the fans or something, and not Chris Del Conte, courtside, and giving it the fist pump. There was a lot of cheering in the press box, but uh, it was it was very interesting to, to watch that whole scene. Danny, glad you're uh, feeling better, sounding good, and, uh, and, and enjoy your offseason. Uh, I hope you have some downtime coming up. Appreciate you doing this. I appreciate y'all having me. You bet. Danny Davis, there he goes. Austin, American statesman. Been covering those Longhorns. And now he's following the... Aaron, I kind of liked that when I asked him where he thinks Sean Allen might go. He basically said, I'm kind of tired and really don't care. I kind of I like the uh, he was pretty candid, you know. Most most beat writers would be dug in, you know, trying to find that. Danny's like, I've had about enough of this season. I think I'll let somebody else find out what Sean Allen and he came close to calling our beloved Bears a mid major. I felt like I don't know, I don't know. We may have to go back to the tape. I was a little hurt by that comment, but I decided to let it pass. Aaron, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I must have missed that part. Oh, yeah. He, he, he kind of caught himself, and he said, oh, I'm not saying Baylor's a low-level school. <laughs> I I don't know. I think what he was saying is, y'all don't have any chance for Sean Allen. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, Aaron, if you spend too much time in Austin on the 40 acres, you kind of start thinking everybody else is inferior. Oh, you can I remember I said that yesterday. You can never underestimate the hubris of fans of the <laughs> University of Texas. It's just not possible because it's just off the charts. Uh, hubris is a very I love that word and you have brought that to the table <laughs> the last couple of days and I appreciate that. One of our other buddies we used to have on Aaron Travis Roder before he went over to the uh, internet. He's been using the word how do you say this? P-O-R-T-E-N-T-O-U-S. Port, portentous or portenta, portentous, I think it is. Portentous he, instead of pretentious? No, he wasn't trying to say pretentious. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, I was just diff- making sure. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was saying portentous of the following season. And I even looked it up. I'm like, is he sure he's saying what he thinks he's saying? And I think, I think he knows what he's saying. You know, the... Sometimes the, the root word for that is portent, P-O-R-T-E-N-T. And I think what he's trying to say, I, all I'm saying, Aaron, is as a writer, longtime writer that I am and a longtime broadcaster, you don't really have to use, you don't have to say portentous. All right, uh, but Travis, you can come back to us since they won't use you over there on the message boards. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside Aaron has been hard at it, and he has put together another award-winning episode of Campus Confidential. That's next. 
recently on Game Time. We welcome in the new head baseball coach at McLennan Community College, Tyler Johnson. As soon as we found out that Coach Thompson was going to get the job at Baylor, I was able to go ahead and communicate with all of our incoming guys and our returners and to kind of just calm them down a little bit because it's big news when your head coach is leaving, but when uh, you get to see a familiar face stay around, they're pretty fired up about it. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Mark Stewart here with Bird Colgen Ford. Summer is here and we need our trucks and SUVs for the Texas sports and outdoors. Whether it's taking care of your current vehicle, selling yours, or upgrading to a newer model, the BK14 provides a simple, easy sales and service experience. Looking for better fuel mileage, more room, or towing power? Check out our quality pre-owned options at bkford.com. Don't find what you want? Simple. We'll custom order exactly what you need. BK Ford, experience better. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they've forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. Now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lakeyear Drive in Waco. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. 
College World Series, Texas A&M stays alive, beating Notre Dame 5-1, and Arkansas blows past Auburn 11-1. Today in the semifinals, Aggies face Oklahoma in the early game, and Arkansas and Ole Miss in the late game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers' Rob Gronkowski has retired from the NFL for the second time. Brooks Kepka is out of the Travelers' Championship now that he has made the move to the LIV. Players involved in the LIV Golf Invitational Series will be allowed to compete in the 150th Open Championship at St. Andrews next month. Game 4 of the Stanley Cup tonight, Avalanche at the Lightning puck drops at 7. Astros beat the Mets 8-2. Astros and Mets in a matinee today from Houston. Rangers blank the Phillies 7-0. Rangers and Phillies in a getaway game from the ballpark today. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and it is a Wednesday. And then we celebrate Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram for everything they do. Oh, man, the uh, amount of uh, service area space they have out there, 55,000 square feet. It's beautiful. They can get you in and out uh, and... Uh, Ted Teague does a tremendous job out there. And then uh, Barnett Contracting, thank you. Thank you, Mike Barnett. I mean, it's a uh, it's a big-time family business. Been at it for a long time and has some great Valley Mills connections. In fact, Mike himself was a catcher on that 83 state, te- uh, state title team, uh, Valley Mills. We're still celebrating Valley Mills. I heard us uh, reach out to them. Of course, we broadcasted their game. We broadcasted... Oh, we've been all over the place. We had, uh, Aaron, we had Crawford. We had uh, Tom on Bosqueville. I really think I should have just jumped right off over that China Spring thing because I've I've gone uh, whole hog into the whole China Spring. I love that uh, program. Love the Booster Club. In fact, Aaron, um, I'm speaking there in the fall at China Spring. Did you know this? I did not. Now, they haven't asked me to yet. But <laughs> You're just going to get a soapbox and uh, stand out front with a megaphone? Yes, yes I will be. I'm going to be uh, doing that. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us today in what we like to call Campus Confidential? College World Series action. Oklahoma punched their state, punched their ticket to the College World Series Championship Series as they defeated. Texas A&M 5-1 earlier today. In the second game tonight at 6 o'clock on ESPN, Ole Miss takes on Arkansas. If Ole Miss they will, wins, they will meet Oklahoma in the championship series. If Arkansas wins, they will play a winner-take-all game tomorrow at 1 o'clock on ESPN, and the winner of that would face Oklahoma in a three-game championship series starting on Friday. Now, Aaron, do you find yourself rooting for the outgoing Big 12 Oklahoma Sooners? Or would you, uh, would you want to, like if Arkansas or Ole Miss ends up against the Sooners, are you, are you mad enough at the Sooners for their departure, their untimely departure? What, who would you be rooting for in one of those matchups, either, either Arkansas or Ole Miss showing up to play against the Sooners? I will still be rooting for Oklahoma. I can, I can do that. I, 
for years, I and still to this day, I can't. I won't root for Texas A&M in anything, and I'm the same way now with Texas. But um, I can root for Oklahoma. I know they're leaving for the SEC too, but we all know who's who's driving that train. So I hope Oklahoma wins it. Whether they leave or not, it's still the Big 12 winning that title if they do uh, in the history books. That's true. We're going to claim it. We're going to embrace it. And then we'll add it to whatever they could add it to. How have they already, by the way, Aaron, given out the Director's Cup? I was just thinking about it. They don't even have, they haven't even put baseball in. I guess the Longhorns clinched it by going to the College World Series. The, what is it, who even sponsors that, Aaron? The Director's Cup. Do we, do you know, is it like, I feel like it used to be it used something to be called Sears, like the, but the Sears I don't know if Sears is even still in business. That's Does right. anybody know if there's still a Sears around? It's the Learfield Directors Cup now. So, are we sure about that? I I I I do remember. You're right that it used to be Lear, Learfield, but maybe it is because the whatever Learfield teamed up with, uh, what's it called? IMG. It's now called IMG Learfield. But you think it's still called the Learfield Cup? Okay. All right. Well, let's give it. Let's be excited for those Longhorns. They they uh, are very excited about their golf championships and all the other things that they've won. And so let's let's they do let them... really well in a lot of sports that very few schools compete in. So congratulations. <laughs> That's not true. That is absolutely true. They do. That's not. We hey. How we many how going... many schools compete in swimming and some of the other sports that they win every year? I'm just saying, <laughs> if we won tennis or we won golf, we would be going crazy too. So let's give the Longhorns their day in the sun. Now, a reminder, by the way, Greg Rubel, the voice of the BYU Cougars, coming up, uh, got some media day. They had their media day today. Aaron, I just want to start welcoming. I want to be very welcoming to the the BYU folks, all right? In fact, we're going to talk some religion with Greg. No, I don't think we'll do that. We'll have some fun. That's coming up. There's also, Aaron, I like this news. You know the, uh, the what do they call that, the TBT? It's that three-on-three league, and it's former, like, college players from each school. Like, uh, UNT has one. Baylor's had one in the past. They play in some kind of, like, three-on-three league. It's called TBT. And so it's big news, by the way, because... Yeah, Jimmer is huge in yes. that league. <laughs> yes, I just saw that Jimmer's playing. He's playing for the money team. Sign me up. I'm ready to watch it. Mike Daum, D-A-U-M. I think it's probably like Daum. <laughs> I, I, get my, I don't think it's Mike Daum. Uh, Zaire Smith, Omari Spellman, Antonio Blackney, Jacob Pullen, among the other stars expected to play. Oh, okay. They're just these pe- These are players from other places. Aaron, I want to see how good you are on college basketball. Tell me where Jacob Pullen played his college basketball. Ohio State. You should State. know this one. No. No. Kansas State. Oh, okay. where did Where did Zaire Smith play college basketball? Now, that see, that name's really familiar, but Missouri? Texas Tech. Oh, okay. Amari so Spellman. Villanova. You got that one. You got that one. Nice, nice. 
I think I might be better at this game than you. <laughs> There's certain games you're better at doing. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, like, take all the credit here, but I think maybe this is my game. All right, TBT. That's good. Okay, Aaron, what else do you have? What else do you have in Campus Confidential, our daily 440 look around the state of college athletics? The NCAA chose its new board of governors today, including nine voting members and seven non-voting members who will assume their duties on August 1st. One of the new voting members is Baylor President Linda Livingstone. She will join the NCAA Board of Governors. It's the highest governance body governance body for the NCAA. It has several responsibilities, including oversight of the finances of the association, employment, and evaluation of the NCAA president, and media rights and revenue-producing contracts. The terms are generally for two years and are renewable for an additional two years. So congratulations to Linda Livingston, Livingstone, excuse me. Um, she is now on the new board of governors for the NCAA, a very prestigious position. You remember recently when you accidentally ended up interviewing Doc, uh, President Livingstone, Aaron? <laughs> you did a good job. I oh, think yeah. I was I was knocked off the air. And yeah, it, yeah. It we talked about ex- NIL while you were, oh, while you were taking you were, a break. <laughs> yeah. And I took I was taking a break because I had no shot of getting reconnected. I was remote that day, but uh, you just kept it going until somehow you during one of her answers, you got me back on the phone. So I was re- I was actually really impressed with your uh, your ability uh, that day. Uh, all right, well I don't know what to make of that. I mean I think it is an honor. I think we we spend so much time beating up the NCAA. But, but the people who are on this this kind of uh, big-time governing board are all people that are sort of at President Livingstone, either presidents like her, maybe athletic directors. So these are all people that are very, very accomplished in what they do. And if there's any hope of fixing enforcement, NIL, all the mess that has happened, it, it is up to these folks. So good luck. <laughs> President Livingstone, we hope that you can do it. But I am proud of her. And, um, I mean, I don't think she's like, oh, good, mostly proud of me. I, I do think, though, as a friend and as someone that comes on our show quite a bit, I mean, it's just fun. It's fun to see President Livingstone being um, uh, in, in such a exalted, uh, such a uh, – it, 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 it is a position of honor, and you don't get there unless you just have – huge respect around the country and that's the reason when the when the job came open to be the president of the NCAA that her name was thrown out immediately now Aaron what did the board of regents at Baylor immediately do extension well, they went out and gave her like a 10-year extension that's what you do when somebody wants to take away one of your best employees you give them an extension they now tell me it was her husband Brad Livingstone putting out those rumors that she would be the president of That's the NCAA. Not true at all. <laughs> Brad, you know you were. No, I'm kidding. Brad was not doing that. Brad, one of the great uh, Baylor fans out there, the first gentleman we like to call him. Aaron, I better watch those jokes or we won't get to have her on as often. All right, what, um, Aaron, before we get to Greg Rubel, the, uh, the big-time uh, BYU, the voice of the BYU Cougars. That's coming up at 5 o'clock. What else do you have? Uh, give us one last 
great nugget. This one kind of goes along with that last story. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klykoff doesn't think that the NCAA should run college football. He told The Athletic that the 10 FBS leagues should band together and have one organization setting the rules, enforcing the rules, and running the postseason. And uh, I don't know about you, but I think that's probably going to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, I also noticed, Aaron, I don't, uh, nothing, Clive, he's in the Pac-12. Nobody cares. Right. I mean, I, I <laughs> he like. He doesn't have any stroke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like Sankey's over there laughing. Like, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> nothing happens until the SEC speaks. But the Big 12 and, and Klavikov, or whatever you called him, I, I, don't, I can't say his name, um, the Pac-12, they have teamed up on some kind of, did you see that, Aaron, that note? Now I can't think of what it was. They're, it's like they're, they they formed some kind of alliance, and it's like a sponsorship alliance. Now, it's not anything to do with scheduling. It's some kind of product they're both going to be a part of. Do you remember that, Aaron? Did you see that? I'll I, look it up. Okay, I'll look I did. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Text us if you remember that. There's just things that I have vague memories of in, in life, and this is one of them, and I can't think of it now. 254-662-1660. That's the Help Mosley line. 254-662-1660. All right, we're going to talk to the voice. Now, there's only one voice of the Bears, of course, John Morris. But BYU has the voice of the Cougars, the voice of the Mormons. Greg Rubel joins us next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com krzi. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's you'll love our sausage. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jeep Freedom Days are going on now at Allen Samuels in Waco. The new 2022 Impressive Wagoneer Series 2 and 3 have 2.9% for 72 months, plus 4,000 competitive bonus cash. That's right, and $4,000 bonus cash. This incentive on the new 2022 Wagoneers for a limited time only at Allen Samuels in Waco. First responders get 500 extra cash. Come shop the huge new car and truck inventory today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Well, now that is quite a suit you've got on. Velour? Yeah, some of us go to great lengths to make a big impression. When you're ready to impress friends, family, a client, your staff, book a night in a Globe Life Field Suite for a Rangers game. Imagine an exclusive space at the ballpark that's all yours, all game long. A place where you can host and impress whoever you want. Your suite options await at TexasRangers.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Wednesday. Thank you, Barnett Contracting, for what you do. And uh, excited to talk a little football, uh, talk a little BYU. Uh, Greg Rubel, and, and we had Greg on in the early days when these things were being announced. And then, Greg, I like that we just constantly – have these celebrations because about a month ago or whenever it was, you know, uh, all the social media comes out. Okay, it's official. I mean, we, we've already known it was official, but we keep getting these like new dates and things like that that we can officially, officially welcome BYU and, and the uh, four schools into the Big 12. Is it on your end? Is it the same way? Is it is it continue to be exciting for the Cougars and their fans? I think the answer is yes, and good to be with you again, Matt. And and you're right, uh, these the, the little news items continue to pop up, and most recently was the fact that those other three schools would join BYU in 2023 because the Cougs were already locked in. They were going to go in 23 yes. regardless. It was a question of exit fees for the American teams, and they got out, and so it'll be a four-team group coming in. And then you add to that the fact that you know the head of ESPN was saying the other day that uh, he expects Texas and OU to stay with the Big 12 through 25. Now, whether or not that actually transpires or not, who knows, but the indications are from a guy who would have a good idea of knowing that it might be a 14-team league for two seasons. And so that adds another level of excitement to get you know, possibly two seasons of competition with Texas and Oklahoma for schools like BYU and others. And so uh, as, as, as announcements about schedules come forth, 
and, uh, you know, championship game sites or tournament venues and all these kinds of things that, that are part of the, the day-to-day for a conference, as they now come out in the you know, months to come, they'll yeah. now involve BYU. And I know that Cougar Nation is, is very eager to see, you know, its school name pop up in those kinds of announcements. Yeah. By the way, we're most of us that are the, the holdovers are ready for them to go. So, but I, I understand there might be some excitement. I think, uh, Greg, y'all just want to play Texas a couple more times, right? Because well, there, there's this. been some good history in the past. There's no doubt about that. And, 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 and true, like our perspective up here isn't the one you have down there. Um, and and I think we all kind of expect that, that 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 a deal would get done to maybe make a cleaner break, and that they'd not stick around for two more years. But when the chairman of ESPN says he expects that you know, those teams to be there through 25, that carries a little bit of weight. So, you know, again, we'll see whether or not that transpires. Deals can always get done late in the game. But I I know that, um, you know, BYU fans would not complain if they were to get, you know, a season or two of competition with those uh, those institutions. Talking to Greg Rubel and uh, BYU, voice of BYU Cougars. Uh, Greg, you've been uh, it may be more a little bit more relaxing to be interviewed than interview people. I was just looking at your Twitter. Um, what did you do about nine interviews <laughs> earlier today? This was for people. This was BYU football media day, and of course, y'all don't have the media days. You've been independent, Greg. That'll be kind of fun, by the way, to uh, welcome everybody in next summer. We'll all be able to gather together. And by the way, y'all can crash this party too. Uh, and the one reason you might want to fly in for it, they. It, it appears they might add, they might uh, introduce a new commissioner, so it's uh, kind of interesting. But today was the BYU football media day. Greg, what's one of those like? I, there was one picture I think you posted, or, or one of your uh, one of your colleagues posted, and I was kind of taking a peek, and it looked like a nice layout and everything. Uh, how much? How much of the uh, local media and 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 maybe even the bordering states? How many people show up for something like that? Well, we had 70-plus credentialed media members for the BYU Football Media Day today. It's the the 12th and final independent media day that BYU will have had. And and when they went independent, of course, you you lose that part of the annual routine of, of joining other teams and having your typical conference media day or days. And so BYU made its own. And thankfully, we have this beautiful facility here at BYU, the BYU Broadcasting Building, from which so many great shows emanate. And it's the perfect location for something like this. And so over the years, it's gotten, I think, bigger and better. And ESPN3 has put it on its, its schedule on this day every year. So there's additional uh, you know, TV coverage that way. Uh, it, it's a big deal. And, and yet, by the same token, it'll be great to be back into a conference setting where you are with you know, different broadcasters and writers and coaches and players and feeling more of, of uh, you know, a, a, a grouping as opposed to kind of off on your own. But for being on your own, Matt, BYU's done this as well as you could possibly do it. And, yeah, today's been a busy day, lots of interviews, and I hosted a two-hour show and, and did a TV hit on the BYU TV uh, special we had today about the independence era. Um, you know, it, there's been a lot going on, but you, you look forward to this time every year. BYU holds it earlier than, than most leagues, obviously. That's a July thing, and BYU does it in June, in part because they've got kind of the stage to themselves, and it's before Fourth of July weekend, and it kind of gets a head start on things. And so it's beneficial in a lot of ways, but by the same token, I'm really looking forward to getting to my first Big 12 football media days. I don't know that it will be this year, but I know it will be next year. 
And, um, and, and you know, because this will be the fourth different conference with which I've been affiliated as a BYU broadcaster. Uh, began in the days of the WAC to the Mountain West Conference and then to the WCC for sports other than football, mind uh-huh. you. So fourth different conference affiliation for me and, of course, the biggest and best at this point, and I'm really eager to get that, uh, again, that, that, that annual part of the routine back into, uh, into existence. All right, we'll start putting it on your schedule. Uh, it's usually around the 13th or 14th of July, and I yep. normally and, and schedule I know, it. I know it's been in Arlington where the, where the championship game is being held, so hopefully at AT&T Stadium it stays there. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah you'll, they'll treat you nice in uh, Arlington. I think you'll in, enjoy your time with us and, and good food and all of that. Jerry may stop by to say hi. Now, Greg Rubel, uh, this, um, uh, I love the, uh, uh, the list of guests you had on the Media Day edition of Behind the Mic. And, uh, and Coach Sataki, you, you had him on the list. You got the offense coordinator, defense coordinator. Give me just overall, what was the biggest theme in coming out of a lot of these interviews? So you talk you, both sides of the ball. Uh, I, I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot of folks that uh, you're going to have some, uh, some veterans. BYU always has a lot of veterans. You got a veteran quarterback coming back. What is the overall theme seem to be because what you don't want to have happen is be so excited about entering the big 12 that you kind of look be you're looking to that and you you don't really see this huge opportunity for 2022 what was the uh, what was your biggest takeaway after talking to so many of these folks well i, I want to start with a note from 2021 that relates to the big 12 okay byu went to waco byu went to waco last year and played baylor and and lost by a couple touchdowns and one of the coaches said the final score might have been closer than the game itself. Baylor handled BYU pretty well. But what this coach was saying was he's getting enough questions about the fact that, you know, if the Baylor game was a barometer, are you really ready for the Big 12? And his point was this. He says, I don't know that anybody in the Big 12 was ready for Baylor. Like, Baylor was really good. Okay, so you're talking about losing a game to arguably the best team or one of the very best teams in the Big 12. And, and so there was a sense of, you know, no shame in, in losing to a really good football team on the road, but don't let that, you know, indicate that BYU is not ready to compete at that level. That's an exceptional case. BYU played an exceptional Big 12 team, not just any Big 12 team. And so the Baylor shadow kind of hung over a little bit, a lot of the questioning today in terms of, are, you know, can you be to that level by, by 2023? And the point came back, well, we feel good about our chances in the Big 12, but let's not forget how good Baylor was. So using that as kind of background, wow. I think that BYU feels that when 2023 rolls around, they'll be able to compete with good teams in the Big 12, and, and the recruiting uh, objectives have been, you know, all aimed at that year of 2023. I do think, although they although they weren't saying this, I'll say it for them. I think this year's BYU team, um, you know, could could drop itself into the Big 12 and feel like they could they could compete because of Jaron Hall at quarterback. And you may not have Jaron Hall after this year at quarterback if he has the kind of year people think he will. Last year at this time, Matt, Jaron Hall was in a competition for the starting job. Now that job is his. He's exceptional. He's not good. He's exceptional. And, uh, and, and so I think with him as the linchpin and so many pieces back around him, the Cougars feel 
really positive about their chances to compete with any team this season, including Baylor. Let's not forget the fact that Baylor does come back to Provo this year, so we can see if BYU has indeed narrowed the gap with Dave Aranda's team. So the Cougs love the look this year in part because last year when they entered the campaign, they were among the least experienced, if not the least experienced team in college football by number of starts back. Well, this year they're in the top five based on how you want to chart experience. Um, they're one of the most experienced teams now in the country. And, and so having taken a lot of knocks on health defensively last year, but getting Keenan Peely back and others, I think they feel the defense is due for a resurgence and the offense is due to kind of hold the course and be good again. It was a very good offense last year. And with Aaron Roderick calling plays, I think optimism is as high as it could ever be, certainly as high as any, any time in the independence era to go out and win a lot of games. Well, I love thinking about it. I also love the BYU running back last year, Tyler Algier, and I know he's uh, he'll be in the NFL now. But what a what an unbelievable! It, it, it's interesting to me. They still show that play. You know the one I'm talking about. And well, I think they're going to play. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. he where he chases a guy down and gets the ball back from him. I mean, it was just they show that play. I'm not, at all levels. I mean, high school, college, pro. It's one of the great hustle plays you'll ever see. And um, and and Greg, that, he had a, a really interesting story. You know, just his his whole journey. But uh, by the end of his career, he was one of the greatest running backs in the country. So, what what are um, what what is BYU uh, looking to do at running back? And and do they have sort of a a plug and play type situation, or is this going to be a by committee thing? You think? Well, I asked the offensive coordinator, Aaron Roderick, today about just that because Tyler Algier was, um, was you know, it, it, it's kind of a cliche nickname, but he was the workhorse, right? He's the, he's the kind of guy that's going to get the overwhelming bulk of your carries. And when you need to finish out a game, they might give you seven, eight, nine straight handoffs and say go win the game for us, and he did that. He was the undisputed leader in the backfield, the workhorse the number one back, and there was not a close number two. This year, the question was posed, I did to Aaron Roderick today, can one guy do the Tyler Algier job again, or will it have to be a grouping? And he says his preference would be for one guy to grab the job, to not have to say we're a committee backfield. And that being the case, the guy to get the look is going to be Christopher Brooks uh, of Cal. He's a six foot one, 235-pound running back, with good reps in a, in a P5 conference, and he's a senior. And so Chris Brooks will kind of – he looks most like the Tyler Algier type, right? So you've got Lopini Katoa. Katoa is a smaller back, has scored a lot of touchdowns for BYU, but a smaller back. Jackson McChesney, Miles Davis, Hinkley Ropati, all in the mix. But Chris Brooks, out of Cal, that will be the guy that gets the first look. And they're going to play a lot of fullback this year, as they have uh, under Coach Roderick and Coach Grimes. And Houston Haymuli adds to that group, and he's a Stanford transfer, a Stanford captain transfer, and a senior. So Chris Brooks wow. and Houston Haymuli, a tailback and a fullback, both out of the Pac-12, both experienced guys, give BYU the best chance to look like they did with Tyler Algier toting the rock last year. Well, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, BYU showed up and showed out at that uh, Baylor game as far as the fans oh, are concerned. Oh, what a great day that was. What a great – even yeah. though BYU lost, 
uh, and Baylor was so good that day. Man, I, I, I just remember just feeling as good as I could feel about a game BYU just lost going out of that stadium for how the day felt and transpired, the fan bases, the reception, the sense of rivalry, collegiality, all those things came together. I, I was just thrilled to be in Waco and at McLean Stadium for that day and, and look so forward to the, to the Bears being back in pro. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I was just going to say that was a special day. No, that's fine. Uh, it was uh, it was a great showing. And now, what what should Baylor fans, as we think about making that trip to Provo? Now, I'm a I'm a big history buff. Love kind of trying to pick up on some of the local things. I if I if I wanted to see something at BYU that is like this huge historical part of of the uh, of the Mormon Church, you know, the LDS. Like, what would be the what would be the most interesting thing I could see if I arrived? You know, kind of, I had to get in and out of town. What should I see when I uh, when I come to Provo? Well, I, I would say you want to get yourself into Provo Canyon, which is literally five minutes up the road from campus, uh, because you will see a gorgeous river, the Provo River, running through the canyon. Uh, you can just pull off to any a number of, of a number of, of uh, you know off off the roadway parks and parking spots to just get 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 a sense of canyon life and the beautiful scenery, just minutes away literally. Sundance uh, Ski Resort, which is a year-round resort, is just a few more minutes up the canyon. Sundance is always a great place to go and walk and just observe, ride a tram, have a meal. So get into the canyon, go to Sundance. Uh, just spend time in the canyon on the riverside. It's it's, it's amazing. Um, in the city itself, of Provo, it's a college town, smaller town. Uh, I would say hike Y Mountain. Uh, you, you, people who've seen BYU games in the past will notice that big Y on the mountain. Well, you can hike mm. to it. it. It's a zigzaggy, windy path, but it won't take you more than a half hour to, to get to the Y. And once you get there, you've got an incomparable view of the entire Utah Valley, including Utah Lake. And and hiking hiking the Y or hiking Y Mountain is kind of a rite of passage for Utah Valley residents, and I would encourage you to do that. And then just you know soak in campus. BYU's got a beautiful campus. Their grounds crew wins wins awards every year for how they keep the campus. I think anyone who comes will will appreciate all of those things. And then you know that that leaves out the stadium itself on game day. I, I think Lavelle Bird Stadium on a college football game day is, is second to none. And the view you get when sitting in those stands, mountains in the background, uh, you can't beat it. And, and I, I, I never take it for granted. I, I always count my blessings when another, when another season rolls around. And uh, I, I just think it's, it's, it's an amazing experience in every way, uh, Provo and Lavelle Edwards Stadium on a, on, on a game weekend. Well, really, uh, Greg, look forward to seeing you. It's going to be so much fun. And the only thing I remember is the, the great, uh, late, the, the late great Frank Fallon, uh, the Baylor play-by-play man for so many years, describing that that beautiful stadium and all of that. So I, that's kind of so, uh, if, in my if boyhood. If I could interrupt line. you on that, would he would he have been the play-by-play guy in 1984? Yes. Yeah. So so Baylor came in 1984. Uh, for BYU's home opener, and that was the first BYU football game I ever saw in person. Oh, really? 1984, huh? I I had just graduated high school in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm a Canadian. Uh, I had just turned 17. I came down to Provo and started my freshman year at BYU in 1984, and the first football game I ever got to attend, it was the largest crowd I'd ever been in in my life 
was on that sunny Saturday afternoon in September of 1984 as BYU hosted the Baylor Bears in the Cougars home opener, win number two in their 13-0 season, and that was the first time I had ever seen a BYU football game up close. Boy, you uh, you started out well there. That was a good time to get involved with BYU. Was that Bosco or Steve Young, or who would that have been? Yeah, that was the year after Steve Young. It was Bosco's first year as a starter, and they went on to win the national championship. And there I was, this kid from Canada, just getting my first taste of college football, thinking, wow, that my first year at BYU, and we win it all. I guess this is how things go down here. Um, <laughs> so that, that was my first experience was that game. It was Baylor. And so here we are, full circle, right, 38 years later, uh, I'll be in the stadium for, for Baylor and a home opener again, and it'll be the year before we become uh, BYU and Baylor, that is, become conference colleagues. I think it's kind of cool. Well, I apologize for not leaving enough time to talk Stanley Cup with you now that I know you're Canadian. So Well, uh, it's a whole different deal. My Calgary Flames had a great regular season, got one series win, ran into McDavid and the Oilers, and things came to a halt. But I had a great year with uh, following the Flames and love this time of year. Big-time hockey fan. And, yeah, well, we'll leave it till next time. All right. That sounds good. Really appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you in person soon. Thank you, Matt. You bet. There he goes, Greg Rubel, the voice of BYU, uh, joining us. Now, we're going to uh, quickly pivot, and we're going to go to Omaha and check in where um, our own Jack Allen from our local ABC affiliate is uh, in the uh, stadium getting ready for his live report at 6 o'clock. He's going to hop on with us real quick. Let's do that next. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Tobolsky, our guest, former Baylor baseball All-American uh, on the hiring of Mitch Thompson as Baylor baseball's head coach. I, I'm as enthused, you know, it's it truly, it's, it's watching a family member get the accolade that they've so coveted and so worked for, and he poured in the time that fled the tears on, on learning how to become a better coach. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we pushed to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again. Get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners. 
We have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. College World Series Texas A&M stays alive, beating Notre Dame 5-1, and Arkansas blows past Auburn 11-1. Today in the semifinals, Aggies face Oklahoma in the early game and Arkansas and Ole Miss in the late game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers' Rob Gronkowski has retired from the NFL for the second time. Brooks Kepka is out of the Travelers' Championship now that he has made the move to the LIV. Players involved in the LIV Golf Invitational Series will be allowed to compete in the 150th Open Championship at St. Andrews next month. Game 4 of the Stanley Cup tonight, Avalanche at the Lightning puck drops at 7. Astros beat the Mets 8-2. Astros and Mets in a matinee today from Houston. Rangers blank the Phillies 7-0. Rangers and Phillies in a getaway game from the ballpark today. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Come on. And uh, it is uh, Wednesday. Thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ted Teague and his staff out there doing some amazing things. I've got that Grand Cherokee Laredo I like to rip up and down the road in. And a man that's been on the road for a good while. Uh, Arkansas, he's been all over the place. Jack Allen joins us. And you can watch him on TV Local uh, ABC affiliate does such a nice job. Jack, uh, the Aggies' magical run 
has come to an end, uh, come to a close, and you uh, you kind of thought, hey, this one's gonna this one's gonna be uh, one that you know. I kind of agreed with you. I thought this one might last a long time. This might be high scoring. Aggies uh, pitching staff. They were gonna have to use a whole bunch of people. This thing they roared through this game. And Jack, before I ever came on the air, they were done. It was like three fifty. And the ball game's already over. It started at one, so they were extremely efficient for you. Uh, what was the, uh, what was that Texas A and M uh, post game scene like? Were they pretty? Uh, I mean, a great season, but I bet they were, uh, they were, they were taking it pretty tough. Yeah, Matt. I mean, it, it was it was an emotional scene, as, as you would expect after after a postseason run like they had for it to come to an end the way it did, where it just never felt like they were in it. I mean, they gave up that three-run three, three run home run in the first inning and, you know, fell behind four to nothing really quick, and it just it never felt like they could get something going. And so the, the writing was on the wall from probably the fourth or fifth inning. And just the way that it just taxed on and kept going, you could just see the faces in the dugout. I was standing right there next to the dugout. It just as the game wore on, you could see that the life just started to get sucked away from them. Um, as Sanders kept pitching, as I mean, he just kept sitting them down, kept sitting them down, and they just never could get the life they needed to get back into that one. Well, it and I, I do kind of like when you show us the view that you have down there, and you're doing it not in a braggadocious way, but you're kind of down there right in the the camera pit. I mean, where they have you now, Jack, there's got to be a ton of people who sign up to, uh, to cover this thing. So I got to respect you and KXXV for the, for the kind of the shots that you have. How cool is that to be at such a, now this one guy keeps jumping up in front of you with the NCAA photo vest. I would get mad at him if I were you, but what, what is that? Um, what's that scene like being able to peer into the, into the clubhouse and how much chatter i'm sure the a&m wasn't talking a whole lot today but when you're down there in the college world series is there a whole bunch of hollering chatter going on or is it is it pretty business-like what's that like down there being that close to the action yeah man i mean i think it's a lot more business-like than you'd think especially especially a&m a&m was very very business very methodical all season long that's part of uh, Jim Schlossnagel's approach is that whole like one pitch at a time, stay focused, focus on what's right ahead of you, and um, you kind of get that sense as you're standing next to them. Compared to, I was standing next to the Arkansas dugout last night, and that mm-hmm. you know, of course, they were putting up ten plus runs against Auburn, but it, it was a little bit more of an energetic, you know, let's get the momentum going, let's get the crowd into it, turning around, doing that kind of stuff. Um, Whereas so A and M was just a lot more a lot more business like and part of that's also they were playing at one o'clock. The energy here in Omaha definitely goes up for those late games because there's a lot more people just from Omaha who show up for those late games. The crowds are a lot more boisterous. So I don't know if you know if A and M would have played later if it would have been a different story, but it was very methodical and business like in, in the dugout. And I will say, uh, Schloss was starting to tear into that umpire a little bit about that strike zone. He was asking, mm. "Did I catch the plate? Did I catch the plate?" You know. Mm. Um, but it, it, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a cool sight to see and a really cool venue to watch a game. Yeah, I, I like when you kind of uh, you were referencing during the game at some point. Uh, 
OU hits that three-run uh, homer, and like you said, it kind of put things away. Oh, by the way, were you in the ballpark for that record homer? Was that last night? I'm trying to think when I saw that. It was like 414 or something like that, the the longest home run ever in that uh, in that ballpark in Omaha. You know, you know the one I'm talking I about? I don't think I was in there for it. Okay. Yeah. Trying to that was. Yeah, that was a towering, towering shot, and I was, uh, I was amazed by that. Now, who were you referencing, referencing when you said those MCC boys will always get you? Now, because I'm, I'm, I'm so, very aware that Arkansas has a shortstop, and they also have a coach. Of course, it's Mitch Thompson's brother. But what was the MCC connection there? So uh, Jimmy Crooks, the catcher who hit that three-run home run. Um, he's an MCC alum. Oklahoma also has another guy, Brett Squires, who went to MCC. And so the Boston wow. boys are well represented on that Sooner club. Isn't that something? I mean, you, you look around at the College World Series, and, and it's peppered with former MCC players. And and you know what I'm glad about? I'm glad about a lot of things. but And, and of course, I didn't want Steve Rodriguez to get fired, but since he did, um, now I'm, I'm pulling for Mitch like crazy, me being a Baylor alum. And I think Jack, maybe we can start getting some of those MCC players over to Waco. It used to happen back in the day. I think Mitch will be looking to do that. Um, it, it, it's, uh, it, it, talking to Jack Allen, KXXV, he's right there on that scene in Omaha. Jack, who, when you're in a ballpark and today, you're you're hearing from the A and M fans. You're hearing from the OU fans. Was it about half and half? Are the Sooners and Aggies traveling equally as well, or did the did the Aggies have them? Aggies, I would say, they both have really nice baseball histories. I would say the Aggies have a bit more of a passionate fan base when it comes to baseball. OU will probably be mad at me for saying that. What do you, when you kind of were doing those crowd shots and looking around? And obviously, OU is louder because they were playing better. But who had the most fans there? I would say A&M had a few more people there, and they would have been louder on yesterday. All my days are blending together. Tuesday, they would have been a lot louder than the OU fans were today. Um, and so I, I would say that A&M's got a good, good following. They're a bit behind Arkansas and Ole Miss for the most here. Um, those two have got a lot of people walking around the street, uh, just in the stands. And uh, that atmosphere last night for that Arkansas game was incredible. Um, but, I mean, a and came to play. I've talked to some people who came up from McKinney, from Fort Worth, talked to uh, one father and son that came up from Houston. Uh, and I thought my drive was bad. Um, I can't imagine coming all the way from Houston. But uh, 12th man was very well represented here in Omaha. Jack, what was what was the drive? Give us the uh, give us the, the how many hours was it? So it ended up being thirteen for me. I uh, left at seven o'clock Monday night and got to Omaha at about eight o'clock Tuesday morning. Man, and now you got to turn around and and do it again. Although you kind of like the road, I've seen you out there. You like tweeting about it and getting some of the things out there. That A and M team, um, I, what a, what an interesting, what a great season it was. 
Palish is a guy I've been extremely impressed with from Stanford. They brought in, I think, Claunch was a transfer as well. The catcher, I think I'm right about that. I don't know. They had several mm-hmm. transfers. Yeah, he went to Oregon it's, State. That's it, yeah. I mean, it seemed like after the game, looking at some of those comments, and you were there and you were videoing some of this, it seems like even those transfers who are only going to get one year at Texas A&M just truly felt a part of that scene and and feel like Aggies. Did you get that sense? Because the uh, – uh, it really almost seemed some of those uh, quotes I was reading, it bordered on, um, you know, just devastation for those players. And, of course, it was right after the game. But isn't that amazing, Jack, when you think about somebody having two or three other years at a at a different program and then they show up and yet they feel like they've been there forever. Did you get that sense being around that Texas A&M team? Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the the weird thing about this team is that you have a first-year coach, you have a lot of first-year players who played at other programs for a lot of years. Um, Just kind of that was the way that Coach Lawson really rebuilt this team so quickly was he brought in a few of those kind of grad transfer veteran players out of the portal and used them to sort of solidify the pieces that were already there. And, I mean, Joy Clanch was crying and on the podium or at least tearing up uh, as he was given some of his, his responses uh, today. And so there was definitely that buy-in and, and that's kind of what happens as you, as you go on a run, like they did. I mean, you think back in mid February, you didn't even know if they were going to make the SEC tournament the way they were playing, but then they kind of turned it on, turned it around. And when you go on a run, like they did, th- that group was very tight knit. They were very close. Um, and it makes it for an emotional ending when it does come to an end. You know, what's, what's it going to be like tonight on the six o'clock news? Are you, you've got all your stuff put together and you, are you going to do kind of a live hit and then send it to your, your package and, and where all your highlights are shown that you were able to shoot down there by the dugout and all of that? Well, we're not actually allowed to shoot you know, our, with our fancy cameras and all of that because of the NCAA rules, they're always the big party poopers. Uh. Uh, so we got to pull stuff from the feed, you know, how it is just like March Madness. It's a mess. Um, but you know, obviously we'll be, we'll be bringing you everything from the game. You can hear some of those, uh, quotes. We'll have a lot more at 10 as well. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot to watch out for over there on 25 news. Boy, I love that channel 25. Been watching it for years, and Jack uh, has just put his head down lately. He's been at several baseball tournaments. Then he'll show up somewhere else. He's been um, he's been all over uh, Texas and now uh, all over the country. So, Jack, I really appreciate it, and uh, have a great broadcast. And then stop by Rocco's before you leave town. I'm, I've been very curious watching that Jello shot board they have over there. It's a big competition between Ole Miss and Arkansas fans. Everybody else got lapped. But run over there. To, I know you're not a big drinker but because you went to Harding, so I assume you don't drink that much. But go over there and maybe have one Jello shot so you can just be part of the action, okay? Hey, I got I got to support my Omaha somehow. I got a lot of friends back in Arkansas that are that are going to need me to pull my weight. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Thank you, Jack. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Appreciate y'all. All right. There he goes. Jack Allen, KXXV, Channel 25. 
Aaron, I don't know what it is. I mean, somehow Channel 25, you know, they, they he, he does his thing in the Waco area, but then I think it's also on in College Station. All right? So Jack's got to wear all kinds of hats. If I understand this correctly, Curtis and Matt, I mean, they can just kind of, Chris and Darby, they can all just focus on on Baylor and, and our Waco stuff. But Jack's got to run around following the Aggies and doing all that. So kudos to Jack Allen. Aaron, look at his Twitter. You can kind of see where they let him hang out. And he's literally right down there next to the dugout at the College World Series. I mean, that's really cool. I mean, I hope Jack, Jack's a young guy. He's in his 20s. I hope he appreciates how big I think he does. But that's a pretty cool deal to be down there just right next to the, the dugout. Aaron, do you think Jack hollered anything at Schloss? Kind of like gave him some feedback or anything? <laughs> I like what he was saying about Schlossnagel, though, because, and I, I'm not really good at saying that, Schlossnagel. Aaron, we were friends with Schlossnagel's ex-wife at Baylor, Cammy, by the way. It's just kind of, I don't know why that popped into my head. He married a Baylor girl. They're not married anymore. But Schlossnagel was very upset about that, uh, about the strike zone, and he kind of started to get more and more aggressive, it sounds like, from from Jack's bird's-eye account being by there. Now, Aaron, you'll be proud of my uh, enterprising ways. I, I just have been, I've been seeing this Sooners um, reporter from the Tulsa world, and he's really been hardcore with all his Oklahoma Sooners reports. So with Oklahoma winning today, Aaron, I've jumped off the Aggie bandwagon and I've got I've booked him. I booked him, and he's going to be on with us at 4:20 tomorrow. All right. Nice. I mean, I was just DMing, man. I love the DM. And the younger the reporter, the more. I what I've noticed, Aaron, is if you're like 28 years old or younger, you got no chance of getting these guys text wise. But if you DM them, they get back to you within like two minutes. So that's that's kind of what I've learned. All these uh, youngsters. This is not an old man's game anymore running around covering all this stuff, and I like I like all these young guys. So we'll have a reporter from the Tulsa World tomorrow joining us. And then, Aaron, if you get interested in – tell you what we might do, because you, you were telling me that championship series starts Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So see if I have this right, Aaron. Arkansas and Ole Miss will play – you've had to correct me several times now. They'll play – when? When tonight. do they play again? Okay, they play tonight. And then if Arkansas wins, they play again tomorrow. And then Arkansas would have to turn around, and then they would start the series, as you were telling me off here, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday would be the championship series of the College World Series. Does that sound halfway correct to you? Yes, if it was Arkansas or Ole Miss and F. If if they lost tonight, uh, they would basically get one day rest and turn around and start on Saturday. Whereas Oklahoma is going to get three days rest. So OU is rooting for this thing to go as far as it can, right? They're rooting for Arkansas to win tonight, and then they don't really care about tomorrow. I mean, if you're, I, I guess you would rather face Ole Miss just because Arkansas is so good. But I, I actually Tennessee was the best team in the SEC this year. And they're nowhere to be found. Arkansas, quite honestly, was better last season. It, part of this is getting hot at the right time. 
So I, I am, I'm fascinated by all of this. And Aaron, as much as we sometimes like making fun of the SEC, I do think we have to take our hat off and just say the SEC is unbelievable in baseball. We have to honor that aspect of it. No and, denying. Uh, uh, that is incredible. And OU now a semifinalist in the uh, College World Series. I, I think if you counted OU and Texas as SEC schools, Aaron, how many of the eight would it have been for the SEC? Either five, five. of the eight or six of the eight? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, let's think about it because you had no Auburn, six. It would have been six. Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. Just Stanford and uh, Notre Dame were the only two. Count if you count Texas and Oklahoma as SEC schools, they would be those would be the only two non-SEC schools that made it. All right, um, Aaron. Who I would say the one of the coolest things about the College World Series were those Notre Dame Golden Dome batting helmets. I did think that was kind of a cool look. Like, if you're Notre Dame, you need to show up with those gold helmets. And I thought that was a really good look. I still think Stanford has the best fitted uh, college baseball cap. The the iconic S, it just holds up really, really well. And I, I used to even have that back when I was in high school. All right, everybody, it is time for... The dismount. We have a couple of parting shots, and then we say goodnight. That's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM. 92.3 FM and 100.9 FM. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. 
the made-in-the-USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. College World Series Texas A&M stays alive, beating Notre Dame 5-1, and Arkansas blows past Auburn 11-1. Today in the semifinals, Aggies face Oklahoma in the early game and Arkansas and Ole Miss in the late game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers' Rob Gronkowski has retired from the NFL for the second time. Brooks Kepka is out of the Travelers' Championship now that he has made the move to the LIV. Players involved in the LIV Golf Invitational Series will be allowed to compete in the 150th Open Championship at St. Andrews next month. Game 4 of the Stanley Cup tonight, Avalanche at the Lightning puck drops at 7. Astros beat the Mets 8-2. Astros and Mets in a matinee today from Houston. Rangers blank the Phillies 7-0. Rangers and Phillies in a getaway game from the ballpark today. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is time for the dismount. We've got to say goodnight to you. As Ward was uh, talking about, the Rangers and the uh, Phillies, what a what an interesting uh, group that is. Rangers just have continued. Last time they lost to the Phillies, Aaron, it was like 2014. Okay, they don't play the Phillies a ton, but it has been a long time. The Rangers right now... Um, leading 4-2. That's the end of seven. Going to the top of the eighth. And uh, Rangers have a 4-2 lead. Always a chance to uh, to blow that. But uh, I would say, Aaron, I mean, I, Rangers are in a pretty good way right now. And if you kind of look at the day, um, they, they got the uh, – they had a 3-2 lead when Cole Calhoun single or ground ball uh, to center field. Corey Seager scored in the bottom of the third, and then they took a 4-2 lead on a Cole Calhoun double in the bottom of the fifth on a sharp line drive to uh, center, and uh, Garcia came around to score on that. Uh, He was thrown out trying to stretch that, uh, trying to get to third on that, but uh, still pretty uh, pretty amazing stuff that's going on out there at the ballpark right now as the Rangers try to to climb back up to Mount 500. Aaron, have you thought about what you might do if the Rangers got back to 500? I mean, would you have? Would you be pretty excited about it? I would. I'm, I think they will, and I'm looking forward to it. Ooh, I like that. I like the attitude. Uh, Rangers uh, 
are about to be boy they're right they're getting right there uh john gray by the way uh five and two-thirds today four hits two earned runs uh one walk five strikeouts did give up a home run but john gray doing a nice job for the rangers eating up innings i want everybody to have a tremendous evening and we'll see you tomorrow at four o'clock good night everybody This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 Athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, summary check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we'll hear from Baylor's assistant to the head coach for Baylor basketball, Bill Peterson. He's got great perspective and insight with the NBA draft coming up tomorrow night on Baylor's Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928.